This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the Country Duty Show on CliffCentral.com. My name is Dumi Sole and I'm joined in the studio by... Hi guys, my name is Katleho. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. How are you, Sole? I'm well, yourself? I'm good. I cannot complain. I cannot complain. Yeah, um... Tweets, welcome. Please call us on 0861-1555-189. Um, SMSs and WhatsApp on 079-748-2090. You'd recall last week um, we had a discussion regarding cabinet reshuffle and land and everything else. Um, and it was a, a lively show. Um, today we'll continue with that discussion with our special guest in studio. Specifically on the land. Specifically on the land. But before we go there, though, how's the week been? Um, it's been quiet. It's been really quiet. Been um, at home mostly doing a, a lot of work. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, how have you been? I've, I've been okay. I'm just tired. I, you don't can, know. I can see it. Your eyes are just like uh, so droopy. I, I, I really, <laughs> I need a bit of time out. I think it's, it's one of those. I, I didn't really take leave um, at WMC in December and I think it's catching up with me. Um, but I guess in due course, something will give. So like a vacation is in the order there in the book somewhere. Yeah, yeah somewhere. Um, what do you think of Mshalozi's song? Don't you miss him? No. <laughs> no, Sole. Like, no. Okay, don't you miss his singing? No. I do not, I really, honestly, I, can I just say, I do not miss anything. Like, you know, all the tweets that are coming up about when Mshalozi was here, we could eat polony. It's <laughs> fine, guys. We yeah. can do without French and polony. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe the vet part, yeah, breaks my heart. But I mean, no. I mean, well, I, I think we're always in, in crisis mode. We, you know, we had a reshuffle. We had, um, uh, come on, Tumamina coming up. And then we are now dying of Poloni. Well, what do you think is Zanzi happening? just needs to be put on rice. We need to be put on rice, like shut down. You know, take a break. Like we don't even need a relationship right now. We need to take take a break, step back, and just regroup and regather ourselves, refine ourselves, get the <laughs> land back, and be okay. Then we can go forward <laughs> I, I, and I prosper. Hear you. I hear you, and, and I think that's that's very important. Um, one of the things that we strive to do on the show is to um, ensure that, in as much as we contribute towards public discourse, we, we we look at other factors such as the legal considerations. We we take what's been said on Twitter, and and to the extent that we can, we we do invite experts to the show, um, and they provide their views. Uh, and 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 today is not so different. I mean, we'll have them. Um, introduce themselves um, and, and we'll go through our topic But before we even do that um, Malusi Kigawa Do you think Cyril placed him there With a view of dealing with him? Cyril placed everybody You know they said Zuma was chess player ah, This guy is showing us things I think he put him there so that he can like easily Shift him away Like he's there's still going to be another reshuffle coming And in that reshuffle we, I think we're going to see a lot of people going Like um, Figile said it That people yeah. mustn't be comfortable in their places yeah. You know so He's he's the, it's, a, it's a strategic What do you think? No no I I I, I want him gone I mean today <laughs> I, I, I see uh, My on on like No he was speaking about his personal capacity yeah. I, I think that was just silly <laughs> <laughs> they take you South Africans for, for fools they and, do. and and it must end now. Did you even see or hear uh, Dr. Ben Gubani? I didn't. He said amongst other things that he's not here to answer to nonsense. Are you serious? This guy. Um anyway, uh, is I Is this say to much. the public now? No, this is now at the 
ESCOM inquiry um, on, on state capture. And in Parliament. Things. Imagine. But MPs, we see you. I think they're doing very well. And we give credit where it's due. Um, keep holding it down. I yeah. Mean, um, you know, the MPs are the closest to us getting answers to this nonsense that has happened. That's true. And and, and we, we really see the work. We see the tweets. It's not easy, but they're, they're doing what they're doing. Accountability must be done. Um, true. There's one other story that disturbed me, um, and in fact two. First one relates to justice for Siabonga. This is a gentleman who was burnt, um, and he was a taxi fire driver, and because of the Mexis, uh, Mexi taxis, they assaulted and burnt him um, in the car. Um, you know, a tweet came through for us, and it, this person asked how much, how many more people need to die before. Yeah. Action is taken before the relevant institutions step in, and I mean, even Santaco's response to that about that's actually fucked up. It I'm was sorry. A, it was a slap in the face. It, it was such a in, in inappropriate response. It is, and, and more importantly, to tell us about the historical issues, they're not even saying what have they done to try and adapt. I mean, to take away the choice from consumers, it's something that can never be accepted. And honestly, whatever historical issues they are, I don't think taking away the lives of people of innocent people who are trying to make a living for themselves is the answer. This guy was 21 years old. He had just opened up his own enterprise. Yeah. He was about to graduate and his family just lost and he'd only been in with, with Taxi Fire for a few weeks before his death apparently because he just needed to have a little bit of extra pocket money yeah. and this is what happened to him. No, it's madness. Um, at the end of the day, there's a march organized by Not In My Name SA. Um, you can follow them on Twitter at Not In My Name SA. The hashtag I ride what I like. Indeed. Um, and it's set for Friday, um, I think from 10. We'll get the details and put them up on our um, pages. But this is an important course. Um, it, it, it basically means that uh, people are taking a stance. We, we, we're reiterating that people have the right to choose any means of transport. Um, it's their money and let, let, let people be allowed to do so. And I, I'm just disappointed by, you know, the, the law enforcement authorities. They, mm. They're not doing much. They really not they're dragging their feet on this issue this and i mean this is exactly yeah. the thing because it's not the first time that this is coming up and the fact that it has gotten to a point where it's it people are now literally dying and nobody's doing anything about it there were witnesses that were there and yet nothing has been done um there's a, a, allegedly there was a, a police van that was stopped and they were told that they need to follow the vehicle that was taken from the taxi fire because obviously the number plates and everything were there yes. and they did nothing about it and I just, I just shuddered to think at the fact that the, should they had gone after these people and done something, Life then it would, like, it would have been a safe, a better, a different um, situation. Indeed, um, and, and as I said, um, these things have been happening, and the historical. There's always meetings and stuff, and nothing really gives, and and this nonsense must end. Um, the last thing we want, however, is for uh, people to take the law into their own hands, and with the reluctance or the, um, you know pace that SAPS is doing and, and everyone else, it, it may well mob, get you there. Mob justice. We don't want mob justice yeah. in South Africa. We can never condone it but our law enforcement must rise to the occasion and do what they can. So the Not In My Name March which is hashtag we write what we like is going to be happening on the 10th uh, at 10 a.m. on Friday from TUT Arcadia Campus to Nelson Mandela Street where Siabonga was murdered. Yeah, and that, that's unfortunate. I mean, may soul rest in peace. Um, on, on another one, it's a lady by the name of Norma. 
Noma is missing and, and she was actually kidnapped recently. Um, this is a lady who recently exposed nonsense at the Gauteng um, Department of Social Development. And, um, you know, she, she was adamant, she was a whistleblower and she's nowhere to be found. And, you know, the fear really is she may well you know, something bad may have happened to her. Um, we'll also be putting up tweets and asking, you know, our listeners and everyone else would be listening to the podcast to assist in finding that. Just to keep an eye out for her. Yeah, we, we, we need to. Any information. Going. 100%. But let's, let's get on to the, to the land issue. Um, yes. do you think the hysteria has come down a bit? No, no, it hasn't. I mean, we have people calling on Trump to come and help them. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's far from coming down But I mean we're hoping with the next few series of sh- um, shows That we will be able to calm it down um, With the facts that we're going to be giving out With information and trying to, to get the real story out In the processes that are coming up We're not out here to just take land And have people homeless and hungry Indeed um, One of the things And maybe it's, it's time to just um, um, say hi to our guest Gentlemen, welcome to the Country Duty Show on com. Thank you very much, Sole um, I was starting to think you guys had forgotten about us Sorry guys, sorry we but do Thank you so much for having us on the show Hi, hi. Yes, um, welcome um, on, our, on today's show we have um, the Chief Legal Strategist for Country Duty um, At Diggy Bongs on Twitter Please follow him um, it will be worth your while. <laughs> we also have um, Mr. Tiviso. He was yes. with us last week as well, yeah. um, just to give us some more feedback and insight on the land debate issue. Yeah, Welcome. gentlemen. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I mean, both of you are lawyers, um, and and you've had a fair share. Um, before you even get into the legal aspects and what is public participation or is there something like that and what it means um what's your view you know um on 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 this land issue do you think um we need to sort out other things such as crime housing before we start talking about land yeah you know it, it it all goes together um the so there'll be priorities and this for for south africans is a especially black south africans is a huge 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 priority it's it's been forever we've been waiting for this forever and a day so right now is the time to prioritize the land issue in my view bongs yeah so look maybe if we had the land we wouldn't have so much crime but <laughs> <laughs> i agree actually because then everybody would have their own thing i get it bongs yeah you'll be running around farming you know starting a studio have your own cliff central <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, no, and I agree with you. And sometimes when we want to just tambula there or whoa, do whoa. something, we, we can do that. You know, guys, I was actually really touched by this because I think it was last week or this weekend when I came back from the shops. Yeah. And literally outside the mall close to where I stay, these people li- just took out their stuff, camping stuff. And yeah. they sat down, took out racing little cars, and they were racing up and down. And I was like, patong. Yeah. Like, I also want to be able to have a piece of land where I can go sit down, take out <laughs> racing cars, and race up and down on it. You keep asking us, what are we going to do with the land? I'm going to race model cars. That's what I'm going to do with the damn That's land. That's key. Yeah. Like yeah our, one day is one day. Yeah. The, the, the fact of the matter is, like what Rami was saying last week, you can't keep asking us what we're going to do with it. Because then you're not giving us right to the land. 
Because yeah. if you're expecting us to do certain things with the land, then you're you're still controlling the land. We just have so pseudo ownership. Um, there's so many other things outside of farming that can be done with the land and that needs to be addressed with the land from housing to education to commercial to economical factors that can be done with it, with it outside of farming. So yeah, fine. Sure. We'll do farming, but shit, if I want to sit down and go and race cars, I, I need to be able to do that. I, I, I hear you and I agree with you. Um, one of the things that we've seen, um, that, you know, and, and, and it's, it's a fact, and, and you gentlemen will debate this. Um, you people, and I think I'm one of those who, who say um, land is dignity and it's associated to dignity. If one looks at the, and, and I think it would be remiss if we don't talk about the historical aspects of, 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 of land and where do we find ourselves. Um, and this is important if you look at where, you know, uh, black people are mostly populated and, and, and it's, it's an issue of population dynamics from the apartheid government or so uh, and stuff. Mm. But without, you know, talking much, um, do you think this historical aspect of, of, of land is important and should at the very least be considered? And, and I ask only on the basis that, you know, like any other thing, people will be told to get over it. Let's look at the democracy and, and push. What are your views? Mm, it's, it's very important, um, you know, and the, the, the value of looking at that is to help people understand why or why it is that we are where we are today. And it's also um, helpful for people to understand why there needs to be certain measures that are taken, you know. So without people understanding that, um, I don't think that um, it, 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 it would sit well with them. That's why there's so many arguments today. People are being very emotional. They're, yeah. they're not wanting to understand. But if they understood the, the, the history behind where we are today, um, I think that it, it would be for, for black people. Um, they would have a stronger argument for white people who own the land, um, they would understand why it is that we need to take the the, the measures that um, parliamentarians are suggesting be taken. Yeah. No, I hear you, Wong. Yeah, so, I mean, I think um, the historical context is quite key. Um, and, you know, that's why we have things like employment equity as well. It's yes. because of the history um, of this country. But, you know, you hear people saying, ah, okay, I hear your history, but, you know, I bought this land um, that I own. I actually coughed up a lot of money to actually Buy um, goods. get this land. So mm-hmm. now you guys are saying it must be taken away from me um, because some person in 1950-something came and took the land from your forefathers. Yeah. Now... There's been like 20,000 other owners of this land and I'm the current owner of this land and I bought it with my heart, um, and cash, right? Yeah. So what, and, and, and that's why it is, we need to, to take out the emotions when we debate the, the land issue. It is a very emotional issue, especially yeah. for, uh, black people and Africans in particular. Um, it is a very emotional issue. Hence, we, we, we do need to try a, as lawyers, uh, to, to, you know, take the emotions out of it. We are emotional about it as well because it impacts us directly. Be that as it may, the historical context is quite key. Um, because yeah. the reason we are where we are is because of the history of, um, dispossession. Indeed. Um, uh, of black people. So it, it, it is a key element that we need to consider. And, but we need to also consider the person who says, 
I actually bought this land. Yes. Uh, it was, I didn't steal it. The person that I bought it from didn't steal it. And there are 50 generations of owners previously of that have been on this land. That's why I'm saying we need to take the emotions out no, of it. Indeed. And, and, and that person has a right to say that. Of course. Uh, to say, you know, I actually did buy this land. Yeah. Um, and now you want to come and take it from me. So, so those, th- those are all considerations I think that the parliamentary committee that is being instituted is going to have to look at when they consider the issue of land. Uh, and and there are going to be various stakeholders that will have other issues that we, we, we might not even have time to discuss in the show or other shows that we might have um, in future. But all those considerations need to be taken into account. And that's why the issue of land is very emotional because yeah. there are so many aspects that one needs to consider. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, I think that this, you know, SG, through you, um, the historical really uh, and our constitution talks about um recognizing the injustices of the past yes yes and 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 talks about um dignity and equality being values surely a history of dispossession would deprive people of that yeah yeah um something that she said i just want to clarify something we're not going for the land that is being used right so we're going for the land, England and everything, with land that's just sitting here empty and it's standing vacant. That's what we, not, not that we're going for like, oh, going for sounds like we're going, but that's, that's what we, we, we aiming to, to redistribute. It's not land that is currently being used and that is currently economical. It's land that's standing vacant that is being owned by privatized, uh, privatized people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you, you know, um, on on giving back the land, there's there's two 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 um, corrective measures. Okay, there's redistribution mm-hmm. where you 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 know that um, the majority of the land is owned by white people and that isn't um, equitable. So you want to give the, the land to uh, the the landless black people. So, so that's redistribution. Okay. You know, um, looking at equity and what's, what's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then there's restitution. Yes. Where, mm-hmm. where people were told, um, you owned a piece of land. Uh, Rami was saying last week where you have Khatrene and then people, uh, uh, the government came and they took the land and they put people wherever, uh, but they dispossessed the people in, in essence. So they, People may want to get that land back because it's rightfully theirs. Yes, and that's restitution, where you give back what was taken. And we have records that um, this particular land used to belong to these people, so they're going they're going to go back to that land, and it's being restored um, to those people. So, to your question, where where, where there's redistribution, um, the the particular principles haven't been set out properly so we don't mm. know at this stage what exactly uh, what land is going to be taken to be redistributed but with restitution it doesn't matter whether you have a mall or you have whatever you're using the land for 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 farming economical reasons yeah to, it, as long as um the land was taken from people if there's there's a then it should be restored to um those people. Okay. Um, guys, please do join the conversation on WhatsApp. We are on 079-748-2090 and you can call us in on 0861-555-189. We actually have a WhatsApp voice note. Um, and this is from Nkanyiso and you can find him on Twitter as well. Um, and his voice note really goes along the, the following. Um, here goes. 
expropriation of land without compensation is long overdue. It's something that could have been done when we took over the government in 1994 if we were so serious about giving the people of Azana the economic emancipation because we know how was the land was conceded from the natives in South Africa. It was through the pernicious laws of the apartheid that left us uh, with nothing but overcrowding places like Soweto and, and other, other famous townships in South Africa. So now, whenever you talk about expropriation of land without compensation, it speaks to economic emancipation. It speaks to dismantle the white supremacy. It means to, to dismantle racism that is going on in this country. And, and, and all those white oligarchy that we find even in the JSE, uh, because expropriation of land without compensation is very broad to such an extent that it it doesn't only speak to farming, it doesn't only speak to residential land, but it speaks to everything within and above uh, uh, our land as people of Azana, because we as people of Azana, we get exploited, we work this land. That was Nkanyuiso um, commenting on the land and also talking about the historical aspect that we've touched on. Comments, gentlemen? Um, so I, I can touch on the, you know, he, he mentioned the laws that were implemented during um, the oppressive times to basically dispossess uh, black people of the land. And I think one of the biggest gripes that I still have uh, personally is the failure of the uh, current, uh, you know, uh, political players to have implemented an expropriation bill. It's been 23 years. We are still using an expropriation bill that was uh, drafted, I think, in uh, 1970 something. Uh, you have a government that uh, speaks of emancipating black people economically and and otherwise, and a government that speaks of um, land restitu- um, restitution as well as um, redistribution. But action. you are failing to do one of the simplest things to show that you are actually committed to that by yeah. actually implementing a law of general application as the constitution requires you to do so that you can actually be able to expropriate the land. The bill has been drafted, it's been sitting in cold ice somewhere in parliament, but uh, it's been 23 years yeah. and we don't have an expropriation bill under a black government. And we are told that uh, the constitution is the barrier to land expropriation. It makes one wonder if the constitution really is the real barrier to land expropriation or is the political unwillingness of the current um, political players, is that the real barrier um, to land expropriation and redistribution to the rightful um, owners as it were of the land. So those are things that we need to consider uh, yes. as, as, as we go on on this specific debate. Indeed, uh, and, and, and I think you, you, you've touched on it, and, and it's very important because, um, you know, people tend to forget some of these issues that, that come and, and are related to that. Um, but one of the things, and I've just mentioned this, that our constitution talks about public participation, talks about injustices of the past. And I mean, we could go on and on regarding injustices of the past. And those injustices, and I think it's worth mentioning, were actually violent. I mean, 
black Very people violent. were dispossessed violently. That that's a fact. Yes. Um, and and you know, to people who are listening and saying, but no, listen, you you can't say that. Let's be forward looking. I think it takes away what our restorative constitution would want to do and redress, which is those injustices of the past. Um, but but you know, as I said, we've heard this. It was a big thing, and it's still amongst one of those trending topics. Insofar as what is it? Um, maybe that's envisaged um, insofar as this motion. Maybe if you could just take us back to ordinarily a motion gets passed, what then happens, and then we can then talk about um, what the constitution in, you know, envisages on public participation and the likes. Yeah, you know, so um, I think what might be helpful is if we um, set out the context. Please do. So, so if for... The, the reason we're sitting where we are today is because of unjust laws that um, were carried, were drafted and implemented by um, previous regimes, previous right, white regimes. Yes. So th- there were a lot of regional laws. So mm. if if you if you recall when we were coming up, there was Gauteng used to be called Transvaal. Yep. Um, so there were there were laws in in in. Um, Areas like that where they prevented black people from occupying particular land, mm. um, and what's uh, what's notable? Um, there's a piece of nota- notable legislation that was uh, implemented in, in in Cape Town, where there were close to twenty thousand black people who owned land and who were um, serious businessmen, like yes. um, like the, the the very prominent businessmen that you know today. Black people in the 1800s, um, yeah. late 1800s, who owned land and who were dispossessed of that land in order to prevent them from voting. Because yes. if you vote, you have a voice. Of course. If you vote, you're able to um, um, channel the way that your country progresses. So, yeah. so these people were disenfranchised. The, the, the land that they owned was taken away from them. Um, and their voices th- snubbed. And their voices also were snubbed. Um, and the, the biggest legislation which um, the, the majority of people know was the Natives Land Act in yes. 1913, which was introduced after um, the South African Union was, um, the well, Union of South Africa was formed. Yes. And this ensured that um, white people occupied 97% of the land and black people only occupied 7% of the land. And you know, last week we said that land ownership is part of a system. Yes. So you're, you're, you're dispossessed of land, you're dispossessed of job opportunities, mm. and the, 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 the people who were, who could be employed, um, in, in particular positions. Yes. It, the, the, the government, the society ensured that these people, black people would only yeah. occupy menial Such jobs. Yeah. So, so, farm, yeah. um, you're picking apples and, and, and whatnot, yes. and you, Get, you, you get paid a, a, a little sum Budget. of money Indeed. just so you can go buy bread and then buy a beer and go to sleep. Yes. And, and, um, and the, these are, and you also see the, the, the language that was used about uh, black people. They ignored the fact that they disenfranchised many, many people. Yes. Um, and you know, being part of a system, you, you get socialized in a particular way. So white people would be very, um, 
comfortable to hire another white person. Hundred um, percent. So the the the, the, the money flows in that way, you know, yeah. um, where white people are built up, um, and it's not so easy for, for, for a black person to get, to do. um, yeah. employment and to get very good employment. And it's, 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 you would think that it, it all ended when apartheid ended, but it didn't. It persists to this day. Indeed. So the reason why, um, we, we sitting where we're sitting today is because of unjust laws. Indeed. And there will be a law implemented to correct um, all of this. I think you, 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 you've nailed it and, and it puts really context um, and, and it deals with it factually. Um, as you correctly said, Wongs, uh, the emotions are out of this. And, and, and if people were to understand that, that would be very helpful. But what do you say to someone who says, listen, I wasn't there when these injustices were committed. Um, and um, as you correctly said, I think you said fifth generation or something like that. Um, <laughs> do you just say, listen, it matters. Um, and we are looking at it in 2018. And these are your views. You know, they usually say the sins of the father shall visit the son. <laughs> um, and and uh, it's in their book, right? It's right in their book that, they gener- that generations will... After them will will be the ones that suffer. But anyway, <laughs> you, you know, so to 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 your question, it's it's not just hard work and determination that uh, yeah. white people have gotten to be where they are today. Yeah, it's because the system supported them, mm. and the system was um, also bolstered by the law. Mm. So yeah. the reason why we have um, many many rich white people today. It's not because of just hard work and determination. Yes. It isn't. We, we have a lot of, we have a, a, a growing black middle class mm. because of hard work and determination. Yes. But, and, and it's just been 24 years since, um, apartheid was, um, um, gotten rid of. Yeah. And I mean, even the gap between the, the very rich white people and the rich black people is, it's, it's tremendous to, sh- to, sh- to show because they had that, that, added advantage and the head start mm. and they're using that head start and they're keeping that head start and yo guys it becomes harder and harder every day as mm. in the middle as a middle black class person to 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 make it or to survive in anything because that system is still it's still there. Yes, they weren't there when they did it, but they are still continuing to protect the system that their grandfathers and their great great grandfathers five generations ago um built and started and they're just they're polishing it every day to make sure that it doesn't bruise you know it's like mm. nice and shiny every day yeah. you're, you're very if, if you're black and you're very rich it's because you're a politician you're a politician's child yes or you're connected to um some politician yeah, yeah. and 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 that's the the truth and, and nothing else. And, and, and one day, you know, we will have an opportunity to also demystify this black middle class, yes. um, and nonsense that we hear a lot about. Yeah. Uh, but that day is coming. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and we'll have that chat. Now, um, going back to, to, to the question. And I think, you know, for the past 15 odd minutes, we have been just talking about the historical aspects. Yes. And, and for, for a listener, um, listening live, or later on through podcasts, they would appreciate why the historical aspect is important and, and, and the context. Now, here it is, emotion is passed, um, it divides the House, but ultimately majority of MPs vote in their favor. Mm. What happens next? So, um, thanks, I see. So, I mean, I think what's 
important for me before we go to what happens next is to understand the motion itself. Um, so we have, you know, we mentioned earlier on the show that uh, when the motion was passed, there was a lot of uh, emotions and people were running up and down and there's lots of hysteria and people are talking to Trump and say, come save us. God, he must come save them, we, you know, <laughs> yeah. if he wants to. Uh, I think that's actually, you know, on the side. And, and I like it. It's the most hilarious thing ever. It's classic. And, yeah. and, and, and it's classic. And, and I remember, and, and I think most, here's the, what's confusing and, and, and hilarious. And, and I mean, calling on Trump to, to come save, there's, there's also a, a tweet or an article of people saying, help us, RIP, we want to leave. There's and a petition. Some European Commission of course. parliamentary person who's, uh, yeah, there's this uh, also. I think, yes, Joris Bonson, um, uh, and who has been striving on colonizing people and stuff. But, <laughs> you know, that's a discussion for another day. Um, interestingly, though, the stats show that um, people are who initially have left the country coming back. You know, uh, and, and who are these people, in my view, who talk of of leaving and 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 then all of those things in circumstances where um, the initial problem, which was a Jacob Zuma type of problem, is gone, um, and now you know the, the only issue appears to be this uh, land issue. Uh, surely that's that's ironic and very confusing. It started yeah. with the free education as well, though. Yeah, true. You're absolutely it right. It started because then they were just like free education means more educated black people, and they were just like. <gasps> can't have that and now we're on land and they're just like oh, we can't have that yeah. so like right now everything is just coming at them and they're just like wow yeah trump and we like bring him also look yeah. the, the grass is the grass is not always green on it's the not? other side yeah. um you will find that there's a there's a lot of south africans who left the country years ago and most of them are coming back because it's tough out there there yes. are a lot of countries in europe in asia um, in south um, america north america and it is very tough for citizens of the country. Imagine you are not even a citizen of that particular country because they will look after their citizens first. You know, America first, as mm. Trump would say. So it's quite tough out there. And there are a lot of South Africans that are returning. Probably New Zealand is the safest place for most uh, white South Africans who are trying to immigrate right now because there's still a bit of opportunities there, um, according to um, some of the states that I've read. But in most of the other countries where most of our, um, you know, white South African counterparts are immigrating to the economic times are tough uh, and they find themselves you know having to come back home because you will find that uh, there are still huge opportunities for white people in this country and the stats have shown us that the stats have shown i mean the 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 stats have shown us that uh, young uh, white people still get the um uh, the better employment opportunities, the better um, salaries. The better salaries. <laughs> so, so you can't just say, you know, now that we want to expropriate the land, um, things are going to change, and 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 you know, let's let's run away and go somewhere else. Uh, I doubt you're going to find land where you're going. First of all, <laughs> so as, as, as a starting point. So you're going to leave what you. So, so hedge your you bet have. and stay here. You know, maybe we might not come for your farm. You know, maybe we might. But farm excuse sales you. are going up now. So Soleil uh, tweeted something about how farm sales have gone up and and oh, oh, spiked. Uh, and now people are just trying to get rid of. It's 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 the truth. I mean, it's 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 there. It's a fact, you well, know. Um, and and how thing and stuff. But go back. Yes, to, go to back that, to the to, to the to the, to the yes. Yes. So so as I was saying earlier, I think um, again to take the emotion out of everything is mm. one must first read the motion. So you know we we always say uh, we don't read enough. 
Um, but we do But the problem is We don't read the right material We read newspapers Right And yeah. newspapers Sometimes generally Don't read the entire motion themselves They listen to what's happening In parliament And then they go out And start and writing and stuff, stuff. Yeah. You know they always have an angle Exactly so, so it is imperative On people to actually read What was the motion First of all That was proposed By the economic freedom fighters yeah. Secondly what, were, what were the amendments That were proposed By the African National Congress Correct. And what was the motion That was finally adopted the house, it yeah. is very important to understand that. Can you just take us through that and, and, and just, you know, high level? And, you know, whenever you're discussing such topical and interesting issues, time just goes. <laughs> and and, and it's, 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 it's very sad. But just take us high level. High level, What yes. it was, um, what was the amendment, and ultimately what was adopted. So, so I think, uh, you know, I'll, I'll speak of the critical issues. Yes. Um, and, and, and some of them are as follows. The... EFF uh, motion was quite radical, I must say that, yes. in terms of uh, what it proposed, uh, because it was quite direct in terms of you know having to amend Section 25 of the Constitution, for example. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, it was quite direct um, in terms of uh, who should be the custodian of the land. Yeah, and when you then read the proposed amendments that were you know put forward by the African National Congress um, as a starting point, the direct attack. On section 25 was actually taken away In okay. fact, section 25 is not the uh, focal fo- point Of the motion that has now been finally proposed Because what the motion that is I mean the motion that was adopted uh, yes. Pardon me The motion that was adopted says We will obviously look at land expropriation And this is me paraphrasing high level yes. uh, We will look at land pr- expropriation And what are the barriers or hindrances to land expropriation and, right. and you know we recognize as the ANC That there should be land expropriation Without compensation yes. And one of the key things that we need to look at Is um, the constitution Including section 25 We look at it yeah. If necessary <laughs> Right If <laughs> necessary That is very key because it says we look at Section 25 and other sections of the Constitution if necessary. Now, that's quite the move from what the EFF was saying. That's it. We need to amend of course. Section 25. Yes. Now, so they're the, saying there's the f- a possibility that it's not even necessary to amend it. No, let's not even go to amendment. Mm. We might not even have to look at it because Section 25 might not be the hindrance. Right yes. to land expropriation without compensation or land expropriation in general. Of course. Right. So, so, so the way the final motion was watered down by um, um, the African National Congress. Yes, uh, it's, it's it's quite interesting uh, to me, and and I think a lot of our white colleagues were jumping up and down, saying that you know there's going to be land expropriation without compensation. They might find that uh, we will still compensate them, of depending course. on the outcome of that committee. 100%. So, so land expropriation without compensation might be a policy of the ANC, but what the parliamentary committee has been tasked with is to look at land expropriation in general, taking into cognizance that expropriation without compensation might be one of the ways in which we need to redress the land issue. 100%. Right? Yes. But there might be other ways, for of example, to actually achieve this without going the route of land expropriation without compensation. So people must just come and down. And it's so People must redress. come down. Yeah, um, but why uh, is it still called redress? Isn't if you're going to be uh, uh, what do you call it compensated for? Why is it still called a redress? Rem- remember what 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 this thing is, um, and 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 we must also appreciate where we operate. Redress in in in, in this way, for example, if you um, Gatleho owns um, ten farms, right, and we have landless people, for example, who need that. Um, there's also a talk about market value. That that's one. 
of many yes. of the factors in yes. the constitution. What what the media and, and what other people do is to say, but market value is the determining factor, which is not. Um, and, and you'd have seen those two justices of the Corn Court who said, listen, there actually isn't hindrance in so yes, far as the actually, constitution. Yeah, the this thing can be done. Yes, exactly. and, and, and it goes back to what had initially happened, where you found the ANC government, the government of the day, paying, I think, was it a billion rand? Yeah. With, of property that was at the very least not even half a billion at that particular yep. time. And, and the notion has always been market value and you find people cheat the system and, Jeez. you know, exaggerate the price. And because government wants to be seen to be doing something, they then say, listen, here's a billion rand that some people can pronounce and, 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 and do that. And that's the, the saddest thing. So the redress issue to, to, to deal with your view is, there will be the redress. People will be dealt with and, and, and it will be done in a democratic way. So that's not going to be Zimbabwean style as people think it is going no, to be. It, it this is a constitutional country <laughs> and, and we must bear that in mind. So there'll be a system, um, that will be considered and all these objectives will be looked into. And as I think Bongani has said, um, one off the options may well be if all these other things that will yes. be considered may well be may, may well be then go to the constitution and deal with the um aspect of section 25 that deals with equitable compensation so that's the aspect that you might need to then address if you have looked at all the other considerations and you say look this is the only way to actually deal with this issue then you might decide well, we need to amend the constitution. That's another process. In yes. <laughs> and I think that's, sure. that's um, essentially the, 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 the what the ANC wants to do. Yeah. They want to buy the farms. They don't want to expropriate without compensation. Yes. But they want to buy them at a reasonable price. Yes. Not like what they paid for. Um, at that game farm. Or yeah. Whatever it is. Mala yes. Mala. Yes. So they don't want to pay those types of money. Yeah. Um, but... I'm not sure that it will achieve um, what what the, what what they intend to do. So who determines? You know, what, what you're trying to do is um, bring um, uh, create an equitable society, and if you're taking away the land and um, exchanging it for for money, people were, were were tweeting that if you get the land, you're still going to need capital because how are you going to buy seed? How are you gonna uh, if you're going to be farming? How are you gonna um, um, breed your cattle and, and, and all of that. And those will remain issues, you know, if, and if the government, um, wants to pay for the land, which, um, if, if we, we're gonna, um, speak the truth about it was taken from, from black people without any compensation. 100%. You, you shared, um, an article earlier today, yeah. which set out in, in, in detail, in sufficient detail. Yeah. Exactly how it is that um, land was taken from black people yes. without compensation, mm. and there's a there's a um, I'm not saying an eye for an eye, but there's there's a, a a way of dealing with the matter in an equitable way mm. and yes. to ensure that you redistribute yes. the land, and I and I'm I'm hopeful that all of these people who are um, expressing their views on Twitter yes. will take part um, when 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 they're called forward. To yes. come and speak to the issues, and and that then leads to the next question. And yeah. and and and, and uh, I mean, <laughs> you are not pleased. You think we are no. we are going in? You are taking we're getting the land for free. And, yeah. and no, look, it's not even just about getting it for free. It's just about if if you're going to if you're saying to me that first of all, who then determines what is 
a reasonable, price. reasonable price. Because yes. if you're going to go by market value, now this land is becoming in demand. Market value is about to skyrocket for land, right? If you go by, by the like there's so many things that you just need to look at, and you're just now telling me that because I'm just like then it's not redress. It's it's really it, I'm sorry, but it's not redress. And, and I hear you, and that's exactly the next question. Um, what's going to happen? And and surely redress, which is a constitutional imperative, would have to be addressed. And and people. When they sit and they realize that, listen, this is really uh, a negotiation that you lawyers would, would do and it's a give and take type of thing, that would be seen as, as being, you know, meaningless. So, like, can I just say this, yeah. the, that, that the Land is Ours book, yes. in the first chapter, like the first chapter, the, he says it himself that um, I think it was the, the Zulu nation who, no, the Tkosa nation, who was going through difficult times because the animals were dying and everything like that. Yeah. And Smith just came in and he was just like, you've got this... Um, um, I'll call him a traditional leader right now Because I can't remember mm. the, the exact term And he came in and he was like If you're a witch you're going to go through these poles And you're going to be So they thought they were being attacked So they yeah. came in They said they want to meet this guy This guy said no Some guy called Smith Comes in Signs a piece of paper And now all of a sudden The closer guy is not a king anymore And in his own country With the signing of a pen Now today you want to tell me That you must get paid for that Paid for it Ah, guys. I, I hear you. And, and, I <laughs> and it's, then you want to call it redress. And yeah. then you still want to call it redress when you, because now at the end of the day, Smith came in, took the land for nothing, made a whole lot of profit, is now sitting here as one of the biggest, most richest people in South Africa, owning, not even living in South Africa because now South Africa is not good enough for him. He's living somewhere there nice in Paris. And we must, we must pay him. Yeah. Pay him for it's, signing it's, and taking something that was not his and killing people. And it's, a it's called a redress. It, it's a consideration. And, and I think Jeez. let's get in onto what, what needs to happen um, going forward. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, and, and, you know, we, we take all the points and we understand them. Uh, and, you know, we are a constitutional democracy after all with a constitution that is very, very well uh, written. Yes. And only if we had institutions that actually want to implement the spirit of the constitution properly. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because the constitution, as it is written now, can allow us to expropriate land and give land back to Without uh, compensation, black people. Without compensation, even. Yeah. Uh, well, with, with, with some compensation, uh, their comrade. Uh, to of, a certain of some, extent. Of some sort. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> but but, but, but <laughs> isn't that what, what's going to happen ultimately? Yeah, so There's going to be a committee? So there's going to, you know, what, what needs to happen now is the committee needs to be constituted. As far as I know, it has not been constituted as yet. Yeah. Uh, one of the surviving provisions in the motion that was finally adopted by parliament is the fact that there needs to be public uh, participation. Yes. Um, th- th- there are other uh, amendments that were made to that motion, motion yeah. that I won't comment on because yes. we don't have time. Yeah. But, but one of the amendments that survived is, I mean, one of, one of the provisions that survived is the fact that there has to be public participation. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, public participation can come in many Maybe. forms. Of course. And what is then critical is when the committee decides to draft its, um, you know, terms of reference, if you might call it that, on how it is actually going to engage with the public. Because yes. unfortunately, the motion itself doesn't tell us how public participation will actually be done. Yeah. 
Sure. So what the committee needs to do is to then establish how the public participation process is going to be done. Yes. Because constitutionally speaking, the public needs to be able to participate in terms in in, in relation to issues of policy, 100%. legislation, and so forth. Yeah. Now there are a number of ways uh, generally um, and again high level in which you can participate. Um, you know, sometimes it depends whether you represent a specific, um, you know, l- let's, let's look at Agri SA, for example, they might yes. participate to, through their industry forum and say, we will bring, um, as industry representatives, people who represent, um, you know, our, our stakeholders of course. and, and we'll bring them forward to participate as, as, as a, Someone Kokasi there or Makoko who wants you know her voice to be heard. How yeah. does she do it? Yeah. Of course, right? And, and I think that's exactly what that's exactly what, where, we what, what, where we should be looking at. Exactly. Now, how will those type of people be catered for? I mean, uh, you and I, we can always organize ourselves, yes. um, and we are going to do that actually as country duty. We're going to sit. We're going to organize um, ten or fifteen, twenty lawyers who are going to sit and see what is it that we can do in so far as making submissions to this upcoming thing because. I think it is very important. It is but, critical. Uh, and, and, and it will also help us in, in rewriting history and us being part of this generational mix of there was this amendment or proposal and what it means ultimately. But how does Makoko, um, sitting in Mpopo, or Konje, what's your hood, SG? Are you from Hodipot? Hey. So, hey, but so hey. he's dropping hey. locations hey, this time. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I thought that you'll say Hamatago, you know, and uh, uh, the type of thing. Right. Sure. For, for me, for participation, um, yes. I will make an, exa- uh, an example of the mining charter. Yes. So, so when the mining the mining charter was being, um, you know, drafted by that other minister whose yeah. name I won't mention, there were. People who live ar- um, around the mining areas who say, you know, we were not consulted. There was yes. no participation. And the way they managed to actually get participation, they didn't go as individuals to now fight with the minister, yes. right? They had NGOs that assisted them in organizing into a group. You yeah. say, we represent the people who live in the towns that you, the mining towns that you guys are busy drafting legislation about without considering. Mm-hmm. So NGOs play a critical role. And that's where, um, um, NGOs, um, such as country duty actually play a critical role. Yes. Because you can't have Makoko there taking a taxi and if the public participation forum is in somewhere in town, she yeah. now must pay and go there. You, you need the NGOs to step in. And be you on say, the ground. We yeah. will represent. People from the farms, the farm workers, you need you guys, the lawyers. You mm-hmm. must say, from a legal point of view, I will bring the legal voice, but I will bring it from the context of the farmers who are suffering on a daily basis. Of course. So, so you need to organize in that fashion. Otherwise, it becomes chaos. There's about 50 million people in this country. There's no way you're going to reach all of them. <laughs> and all of them want land. <laughs> and all of them want 80, land. 80% of the, in fact, all of them, because each one has for their own, you know, and, and it's exactly that. So, so I'm challenging NGOs on this show to of say course. they need to step up. Helen Zisman, we're talking to you. Yeah. Um, um, and, and, and mm. Black Sash, we're talking to you. Yeah. We're talking to all the NGOs that are always running around yes. and going to, to court to and argue about a whole lot of matters. This, this is, is your a, chance to step up and say, you know what, we will adopt the community of um, yes. uh, s- s- somewhere in, in, in the free state and we yeah. will represent them. And this is basically how we're going to engage with them so their voices can be heard. Yeah. I'm challenging every NGO that's out there to say, step up and help the people in the communities that need you the most. Yeah. You know what's what's also done, what um the the, the government has done is in in particular 
when when they want to communicate these sort of things, um, NGO play a critical role, especially when it comes to being objective and yes. communicating yes. facts. Yeah. So so what the government um, has also done is that th- in in townships there's um, community centers and, yes. Yes. And, and places like that. In 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 villages there's um, um, yes. So, so yes. They'll, they'll they'll call, they'll call the um, yeah. and, and the indunas will sit there, and then they'll the, the, the government people will come and they'll communicate this. Yes. Um, in 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 townships, it'll happen the same way, and these yeah. things will be communicated. But I think that um, NGOs will also play a very critical role um, from. Ensuring that the correct information is communicated yes. to, to people. Yes, it's very Indeed, because I think, and, and you're absolutely right, um, because misinformation is one of the dangers and it exactly. may well um, create um, chaos because, you know, if really it's kept as you are getting this and, and, and this is what it is, people first will say, but okay, so this is not what was promised. More importantly, you are not even hearing us, you know, who are you? And, 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 Ultimately, in my view, really, um, where we are, um, it, it's really vibrant. It's necessary. Real work is about to start and yes. it must start. Yes. Um, and everyone must really do their country duty and see, um, you know, what is it that they can do? I mean, you, you challenge the NGOs. I'm, I'm talking about those on Twitter who follow us, um, who, who are listening and would listen to this show to say, I'm from Hamatlaug. I'm from KZN. Exactly. I'm exactly. from wherever. Um, what does this mean for my community? Yes. That I'm staying in Midrand or wherever in Sentin, you know, what is it that I can do to ensure that the voices on the ground are heard? So we need to go back home and spread the, the, the awareness and educate our people and the people who actually are not hearing this or are not, yes. that the message is not getting to. The people who are only hearing the politicians. So the voice for the voiceless, again, as country stands. So we need now. So like you ex- <laughs> explained it to me very nicely before the show when we were sitting outside. You said that there, there will be a community, a place where communities will go and they will meet. Yes. And that's when you will have your voice or your chance for your voice to be heard. Yes. Obviously, in a community, there's so many people. Not everybody's voice will be heard. But in a way, you guys then can group yourselves exactly. um, as as community members or as women of Bako Soweto or women yes. Bako Pimvilo or women yeah. Bako Kaikai and have one person go and represent you guys and that person will then be the person who will say the things that you might not get a chance to say because Lebanga yes. Tata at a government meeting or whatever. Mm. Indeed. Yeah, so so I think I mean as I always maintain there's um, discussions are very important, um, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm now speaking to you, SG, um, that when the podcast is out, it is imperative for us to tweet some of the segments, um, of, of this, yeah. because it, it talks to public participation. It talks to the how it addresses the historical aspect. And so it's important that we have this podcast and we, we, we outline some of the important issues that will then benefit people who we're not able to listen. Um, people who may have missed it and don't have data or something like that, but they'll be able to see the tweets and it will say this is a very important thing. So, um, homework, medical, basically. Basically. It follows. It follows. <laughs> but also, so having said that, we will obviously be having more on this show as time goes yes. on. We're going to okay. have a series on these. So, we're going to have um, more discussions on exactly how 
uh, you do mm. it, where you go and do it, how you like. Um, I know there was another one that we said we were going to talk about how the mm. law is made and the parliament mm. process that yes. we follow. Um, yes. So people will know how yes. how to to have their voice added to this. We we must also um, extend, and, and I think this is what we'll do in any event. The politicians, we must get them here. Yeah. To, to, to tell us but exactly. Um, but let's be fair. <laughs> we haven't really invited them. Let's, let's, insofar as these topical in issues. In this topic. On, yes, on land this and topic. stuff. And I think one of the things that we want to do, um, let's get your EFF, let's get the NC, let's get the D here. And, and let's have a, um, a robust VVF. type of discussion. Mm-hmm. We need PLF here as well, you know, and, and let's have a robust discussion so that we can ensure that the men on the street, um, at least is represented one way or the other. If they can't come, the, the who's who's of the parties, let them send us the, 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 the young ones, the youth, you know, and, and I mm. think those are, um, people who would relate to and people who listen to the show would relate to. That would definitely mean a meaningful, um, a joint seeking, uh, consensus type of discussion. And, 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 and that's very important. Um, we could go on. The show is always. Yes. Yeah. So I just want to say in closing. Uh, sure. It's important. People should participate when, when these public consultations, um, are held. Yes. And today, don't spread incorrect, um, information. Yes. Getting people all worked up over nothing because yeah. you don't, you, you, you don't understand and you don't know what the facts are. Indeed. Wait until there's the public consultations and then put forward your view to the government. Yes. No, that, that, that's coming. And that's it for, um, tonight's show. Um, this was the country duty show on clipcentral.com. Do join us next week as we tackle these series. Thank you, gentlemen. SG. Thank, Thank you, you for having much. us. Thanks guys for coming ours, through. Eh? The land is ours, man. <laughs> coming through. Thank you guys for coming through. All right. This is cliffcentral.com.